War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 191. We're getting almost 200. Uh, it is January 18th, third, uh, Wednesday. It is 67 degrees outside. And it's about 10.15. Why is it so late? Because I just left Auburn's basketball game against LSU. Auburn win against LSU. Bruce Pearl's 500th career win. <clears throat> That's including Auburn, Tennessee, Milwaukee, and Southern Illinois. Or Southern Indiana. One of those, something like that. Um, Auburn should have beaten LSU. They were favored to win by eight and a half, I think, or something like that. LSU's not that good this year. Texas A&M has one SEC win, and it was a 30-point win against LSU. Um, they're not terrible, but they're not. They don't have Ben Simmons. Uh, but Auburn was supposed to win, but they got down 11. We got we started off, I think it was 5 to nothing, 7 to 2, something like that. And then it went cold, and they started making everything. They got up uh, 11 points. It was 26 to 15. Then Auburn went on a 20 to 2 run, making it 35 to 28. And then I think at halftime it was 35 to 32 or something like that. So Auburn, both teams went cold. Both teams had spurts in the first half. And it was pretty much even because they both were good. They both were bad. Um, second half, Auburn started out really good. Um, I want to say they scored the first seven or eight points of the half. They got out to a 15-point lead at one point, maybe with about 12 minutes to go. And I, I said out loud to beautiful Bloggle, we went to the game alone tonight. First time we've done that in a long time. Uh, after going to Hamilton's. Hamilton is a great place to eat downtown. If, you, if you've never been, go on a Friday after you got your paycheck. It's very good. And um, so we went. Uh, I remember saying, just kind of out loud with about maybe 12, 15 minutes ago, hey, let's win this thing by 25. From that point, point on, the lead dwindled. It was 15, then it was 10 and 9, kind of hovered around there for a little bit. During the, the stretch where we got up 15, we were making threes, dunking. We were doing all the crazy stuff. They were missing everything, too. Let's not forget that. They were missing everything. And Auburn was kind of playing the game they want to play. The fast, almost full-court passes, steals, wide-open dunks, stuff like that. And then LSU, slowly but surely, we got stupid. We got... Started turning the ball over. They started making shots. They started, started, started. They started, uh, uh, say started. They kept rebounding, out rebounding us like crazy. It seemed like they had two guys. They did have two bigger guys than the, when Austin Wiley went in there. They had two guys that were three or four inches taller than whoever else we had in there. Um, but it just seemed like even, I understand getting mad about rebounds. It is frustrating. But there's a lot of times when the ball just bounces right to a guy and blocking out doesn't matter if the ball bounces 15 feet up in the air and goes all the way out to the three-point line that's just bad luck really and a lot of it was that a lot they got a lot of second chance points from stuff like that now that's not saying all of it's that way there were definitely some rebounding situations where they just beat us because they were taller but they also beat us because they were in position 
Um, and that started happening. And the lead started dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. And it got down to a two-point game with like five minutes to go. And then it's like we settled down a little bit. Um, and they had a chance to tie it up with some free throws. They didn't make any of them. And then we started hitting threes, being smart, getting the ball down low, um, and, and just playing better. Playing, you know, like not like, hey, we've got a 15-point lead. Let's just throw the ball around and have fun. We started playing like we did when we built that lead. But even then, even though we got up six points, eight points a few times, uh, it was down to a two-point game with less than a minute. And I can't remember exactly what happened. I want to just say they, they missed a shot. We got a rebound, and then we went down and scored. I think somebody got fouled, maybe Macklemore, who I love Macklemore. Not the rapper. I don't really care about Macklemore as the rapper. But Hanfordy Macklemore, I don't know if it's his hair. I don't know what it is. His hair makes him look about four inches taller than he is. He's playing center, and he's probably 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, I don't know. But he'll, re he, he, it's like, you know, Horace Spencer, he's fine. He missed a lot of dunks tonight for some reason. But he's he's a little emotional, and he'll get mad really easily. He and Bryce Brown, notice those two names have been linked once before this year. His, they are very emotional. If there's a foul called against them, it's like they're they're done emotion mentally for five minutes. And Horace is fine, but Macklemore rebounds he gets in position he looks like he wants to score he takes smarter shots a lot of time when Horace posts up down down low if he gets the ball he's gonna shoot it no matter what and he does make a good a good amount of them I'm not trying to say he's not good at all he's he's good he until Mustafa he was one of the probably one of the top rated players we'd ever recruited um, but I just really like the way Macklemore plays he plays bigger than he is. He gets a lot of rebounds, and he's able to score. He has a lot of put-back dunks because that means he's around the rim watching the ball, not running down to the other end as soon as, the, as somebody throws up a three, which a lot of teams do, and I just, I mean, I don't know. But either way, we got down, and we ended up winning by four. I think we Ronnie Johnson had a chance, and I've said this before. Ronnie Johnson needs to play more. I don't I don't know how else he could play more. I mean, we've got three point guards, basically. Two point guards, really. Um, Heron is a shooting guard, but he'll bring it down every once in a while. But he is, he's good. He's hes a veteran. He's a graduate transfer. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to drive the lane and get fouled. He's got that teardrop uh, shot down. I wish he made his free throws a little bit better because that's what I was about to say. We had the chance to make it a five point game. Uh, he missed the, three, the last free throw of the game, but actually got the rebound. And then they never fouled him after that. I think there's about five seconds left. So, four-point win. We were up by 15, but we were also down by 11. So, you can look at it two ways. It was it was good to get up by 15 after being down 11. That's a 26-point swing if you're not good at math. Um, but then that went back down a little bit. So, um, I, in my brain, I was thinking of the things I was going to say with about 12 minutes to go and say, you know, that was the kind of win Auburn needed where Auburn has been better. I, I mean, you can sit there and argue, oh, they lost all the games. Yes, they lost four of the SEC games. Kentucky, throw it out because they were going to lose that anyway. Um, 
they're better than Vanderbilt. They're better than Ole Miss. They should have beaten Georgia. So, this is the kind of game, up until maybe losing the lead, that they needed. Because they're, they're better than LSU. I mean, they're a nine-point favorite. It's just, for whatever reason, it's just kind of that they had two game, two home games in a row, Georgia and Ole Miss, where they got 10-point leads and those dwindled and then they ended up losing. I mean, they had a shot at the end of the Ole Miss game because they came back again, Auburn came back again. But it's just like they know they're better than, than those teams, but they've got to play that way. They can't just go out there and think the ball is going to go in the rim just because they are better. I mean, they had every right and reason in the world to win those games. And losing to Vandy up there, I'm to the point where you can just write that game off now because it doesn't matter. You go up there, they're going to make 400 three-pointers, and Auburn's going to look like they've never played basketball before. It's just how it is. Vanderbilt's not good, and they beat us by 19, and we're winning by 30 probably at one point. But Auburn's 2-4 and four in the SEC now. I mean, think about it. They should should have beaten Ole Miss and Georgia. That's what four and two, with a loss to Vandy, which is just stupid, and the loss to Kentucky. This season, it's not in the dumps. There's, it's not over. Winning tonight kind of made it at least not over. But those are some wins that they should have. And play them again. I don't remember who we play twice. I know we play Missouri. We already beat them, but we play them twice. Um, I think we play Georgia twice. I'm not positive. But those are some games that'll be on the road though. But um, some winnable games. Uh, they've already they've got 12 wins now on the season. That's more than they had last year. And there's still like 13 games left. So there's still a chance. I mean, Auburn could win 20 games. They'd have to win just over half of their remaining games. It's possible, I guess. Play like they did tonight when they were not playing with the, like a team that's never had a lead before and just, hey, we're good. We're going to throw this ball around. We're whooping them. In a sense, they need that. It's like that's when they're their best is when they have a lead and they're play. It's like they need a lead to play like they are good at it. I don't know how to say that better, but when they got a lead, they played loose, fast, and showy, and it worked. But then after a while, it went a little cold, and LSU started making shots. So it's like for them to be their best, they need the lead. And they need to be loose, but just not go too loose. So, whatever. We play Alabama Saturday. I'm going to Disney World the next day. It's sold out. I don't know if I'll have a ticket, but <clears throat> we'll see. Alabama. Alabama has not played the schedule Auburn's played. Not that Auburn's played a, a ridiculous schedule, uh, but Ole Miss and Georgia are not bad at all. Um, they're middle to top middle of the SEC. Um, Alabama did beat Vandy um, in Al- at Tuscaloosa. And I'm not sure how they lost to Florida. They've been okay. I mean they haven't I don't they haven't beaten a top tier SEC team yet, but there's not too many of those. Uh, it'll be a good even game I'd say. Kinda like last year. We were about the same. I think Auburn was a tad better than Alabama last year. Obviously, they had the better record, but we split last year. We'll probably split again this year. 
what else? Oh, Auburn needs an offensive coordinator. I don't know what to say. To, today, Oklahoma, it's been what? I think it'll be a week tomorrow. Is that right? That since Rhett left. Um, the guy from Oklahoma State, he left. He took his name out of consideration today. Um, of course, to some, that's the first name that has been even put out there as, as a we know he interviewed. And that he interviewed last weekend, or this past weekend, so at least three to four days ago. Nothing else has been said about it. And then today he takes his name out. To me, I, I mean, to the to the people who want to hate the world, that means, oh, God, nobody wants to come to Auburn because one guy. And that turns into, of course nobody wanted to come here. Look at this dumpster fire. I don't care what happened in the Sugar Bowl. I don't care why Auburn was in the Sugar Bowl. They were in the second best bowl that the SEC can have. That the SEC I'm not saying Gus controlled how the Oklahoma State guy, his last name is Yursich, Yursich, whatever you want to say it. Um, I'm not saying he had all the control over how that came out. But if it's been days and he hasn't been hired yet, it kind of seems like he was given the opportunity to say, I mean, maybe Gus went to him and said, hey, we're just going to go in a different direction. Uh, feel free to say you're taking your name out of it just so it doesn't look like we turned you down. That seems just as plausible. It seems more plausible than, oh, God, nobody wants to come to Auburn because of one guy. But I don't know. I'm home now. It's late, so I'm going to end this. I've seen weird rumors that now we're going after the Oklahoma, Oklahoma offensive coordinator, Lincoln Riley, I've also seen a guy, somebody updated the Wikipedia page for the South Florida offense coordinator. I don't know. I honestly don't know. If I had to put my name, put my, put a name out there, I still think Chip Lindsey from Arizona State, formerly of Spain Park, formerly of Auburn in 2013 as an analyst, I would say he, he would be the safe fallback 
If he gets hired, that doesn't mean everybody else said no. It just means after Gus interviewed a bunch of people, he thought he was the best one. That's what people don't realize. It's not always everybody else before this person said no. It just means I interviewed five people and this is the one I want. It could mean that. It doesn't always mean the worst possible thing. Just because Chip Kelly doesn't say, and I said Chip Kelly and I meant to, just because Chip Kelly didn't say, I want to be Auburn's offense coordinator the second it was open, that doesn't mean that nobody wants to be here. Yes, yeah, signing day's coming up. Nobody has left so far, and I don't think anybody's going to leave from the name he picks. So we need an offense coordinator before then probably, and I think it'll probably happen before Sunday. But I don't know who it's going to be. Oklahoma's, that'd be pretty good because they were pretty good last year. They were number two offense in the nation. South Florida's, don't have a clue who that is. Uh, maybe I should, but I don't. Um, Chip Lindsey, I think he'd be fine. But we'll see. Auburn won a basketball game tonight. Auburn will have an offensive coordinator soon. That's it. Logo spot number 191. Done. War Eagle.